Okay, did anybody have an idea for a cold open? What is this? What is this? What is this? Goodfellas and Wolf Goodfellas Wall Street. Goodfellas and Wolf of Wall Street. Get out of the <laughs> fire! <laughs> okay, I have a cold open. This is coming from a person who's never drank or done, dr done drugs. I want to do Quaaludes so bad. This is it because, they're, is it because they're not Probably because you can't accessible. have them. I'm like, if they literally stop manufacturing them, they must like, be good. Reminiscing yes. the drug use of the 1980s. <laughs> a deep dive into classics, hidden gems, and new favorites all found in your library stacks. Hi, I'm Emery. I'm Kelsey. I'm Emily. And I'm Meredith, and today we've got a Scorsese doubleheader of Goodfellas from 1990 and The Wolf of Wall Street from 2013. Um, The Wolf of Wall Street 2013, directed by King Marty, starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Jonah Hill, Margot Robbie, Matthew McConaughey, Kyle Chandler, Rob Reiner, John Bernthal, John Favreau, Jean Dujardin, French guy, Joe Anna Lumley, Kristen Milioti, Ethan Suppley, Jake Hoffman, son of Dustin, Shay Wiggum, and Love of My Life, Spike Jones. Cameo. Okay, which one was Spike Jones? He's he works at the Penny Stocks place. When Leo walked in, he like introduced him and where he's like the arrow time. Okay, I had no idea that That's was Spike, Spike Jones. Jones. Yeah. That's literally the reason I watched this movie for the first time back in like 2014. Oh so my I was gosh. with Spike Jones. And I was like, oh he's my gosh. Ass. And then it like changed my life. <laughs> my gosh. I would never knew that. I'm sorry. The the movie follows the rise and fall of Jordan Belfort, a stockbroker turned CEO of a brokerage firm as he defrauds investors and runs a debaucherous company with multiple HR violations. <laughs> so I was going to have Aurora watch this movie. Oh my god. Oh my god. And I just I made a few notes that said Aurora's face when he snorted from her butt. Wait. So she started watching it with her. Yes. Matthew and then I was like Matthew McConaughey is a perfect person for unhinged. And then he's like I jerk off twice a day. And then Aurora said mommy what's jerk off? And I said I guess I set myself up for that one. And then Aurora bowed out at 14 minutes and 58 seconds. <laughs> so she decided she wasn't ready yes, for it. Yes. She was it. like mommy this makes me uncomfortable. I was like okay go ahead. Yeah. Wow she hasn't heard the term jerk off in high school? That's what I was oh. thinking too. But she was like, I don't like this. I don't feel comfortable. And I was like, all right, go ahead. Maybe it was with you. Go play your piano. That's sweet. Matthew but, McConaughey in this movie plays my favorite role. He's so, he's not even acting. This no, it's him. him. No, he's like, it's the Fugazi, Fugazi, whatever. <laughs> it's off. It's, that's not exist. real. I was like, and he's like, what, what, Titsky? <laughs> and I, I mean, I would have been Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, you're doing that right now. You're right here. We're in public. Yeah, like this is, this you're, you're is, on this the, a, you're able to do that on the clock and on, on, in, in the restaurant. And I'm like, you just, you yeah. just snorted. Okay. And it happens so early in the movie that you kind of completely forget yeah. about him until you like rewatch it, and you're like, oh, Matty McConaughey's in this. He's my favorite part. I just, I feel like first time viewer, I need to see yeah. this. Through your eyes. I think I I think I told you guys that I was utterly stressed out and anxious basically this entire movie. It really stressed me out. Because of the yelling? Um, not just because of the yelling. The all the drug use made me really, really mm. anxious. Oh. Um, because there is like a sense of um there's like a there's like a uh I don't I don't know how to make this not a a negative thing? No, not a personal thing. Is there's a sense that you're with people that maybe are not making the best choices and you are also not making the best choices. There's a sense that you 
you wake up the next day and you feel like you've done something to seriously deplete any sort of chemical balance in your brain or any sort of regulation of like pleasure giving that your body would naturally produce by doing all these drugs that is like really depressing and like a downward spiral and like the anticipatory hangover of this entire movie made me so anxious it was so uncomfortable <laughs> but I feel like you should feel that like because I think that was when this movie came out all the 12 year old boys that were like I want to be Jordan Bell for it like we're not getting that these are horrible people doing horrible things yeah. to themselves yes. to others that and I don't think that the mm, I don't think that the movie itself he walks away there's not a judgment that's mm. fine it's neutral he goes to prison yeah but does he seem bothered that he's gone to jail a little bit I mean I think he's disappointed that he's gone to jail but I get on. every feeling that he's not he's like I'm gonna ride away into the sunset yeah. with tons and of and then money the real Jordan Belfort has a cameo in it yeah so, yeah. so there's so, nothing like have you yeah, seen went to jail, but... Jordan Belfort's Instagram oh no. no he's like a self-help finance guru yes. now mm. and like I don't know it's just hilarious like he'll post pictures of his, his family and then his wife that's like the same age as his children and he's like this is all I do it for prayer hands <laughs> and like I don't know it just is like kind of cringy but makes me laugh and I'm like yeah. they nailed it with Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. <laughs> also I feel like if you're still taking financial advice from this man oh what are you doing yeah <laughs> um I think that there are people who really respond to the message that anyone can make it if you have enough hustle and you know I don't think why not no but I, I think there, there are people really? who do yeah mm -hmm. any person that you've ever known who's sold like scentsy candles yeah. or any person you've ever yeah. known rise who's and grind like, baby yeah like the anybody people that have like the 100 muscle emoji and then like yeah. the yeah, snorting people, and they're like people, grind doesn't stop <laughs> people who are like it's like the same ethos of like you can make it if you hustle and like is it really bad which I mean I don't disagree is it really bad if you're the one making it like all the other chumps are just working their jobs yeah and, yeah which but, i mean he literally kind of says that in yeah. the beginning i feel like this movie it's a case of like how dudes love like american psycho and they don't realize yes. That's he's, what he's a psycho murderer you're yeah. not supposed mm. to like i don't know when i watch the movie for the first time you're just like Oh my god. And I'm still kind of like, the quiet scene, I feel the boat scene. But I watching it, you're scene. like, yeah, this is an awful human. And like, they're talking about like, is a little person even human? Like, yes. like you oh should watch, you should watch it and be like, these are awful, terrible people. Yes. But Marty knows how to make entertainment. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, all of this. Because like in the beginning, <laughs> They're talking about the little person, the little people, like, like they don't feel... They, they don't feel pain. This is what they're pain. built for, man. Yeah. Like, like, and then they're saying, like, it. Yeah. I think Jonah Hill is so good in this. His He's despicable. Teeth. Yes. The teeth. He has the, the... I don't see how... Perfect casting. Yes. yes. The scene where they're in the bar and he's got, like, this sweater over his... And they're talking about him being married to his cousin. Okay, <laughs> and then wait, like, wait. I would just, like, drop no. it off on the side of the road and be like, run, wait. you're free. He has the two best lines in the whole movie. But crack with me, bro. No, like to me, he has the two best lines in the whole movie. I'm not gonna let someone else f my cousin. I mean, it's gonna be me out of respect. <laughs> and the way he just says it, you're almost like, yeah. And his teeth. Like, like I don't know what it is. The whole time, mouth acting is the whole time, the whole time I was just like, at some point he's gonna be like, man, I'm just broke. I'm just joking. And then I was like, and then he does and I'm like, oh no, that's not what I thought he, he was gonna say. Like, he's not, not like gonna let someone else. And then for the rest of the movie, anytime he does something stupid, they're just like, just go f 
Your cousin Donnie, like. Yeah. Okay, and then also my other favorite line, screw Benihana. I've never eaten dairy boy, no matter whose birthday it is. I literally put, I think that has like one of the best line deliveries because he does it like so sad and serious. Like, I can never eat a Benihana again. <laughs> Benihana was the downfall of my best friend. I'm trying to show him lo loyalty. Just like, I'm never eating a Benihana again. The I don't care whose birthday it is. Yeah, yeah. I don't care whose birthday it is. The sacrifice. Yeah. Those are the two, yeah. Smoke, smoke crack with me, bro. <laughs> There's something about his character that I feel like many of us, although it, it is not the same person, I feel like many of us have had someone like our, like that person in our lives. The Adani. person, yeah, Adani. We're like, you keep them around, but you're just kind of like, What's yeah. Going on here? What, what are you gonna, gonna say next? <laughs> or, or like, or like they're kind of dumb, but they like are sweetly loyal, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, like you're just, or maybe it's a member of your family. That's the or only something. quality I'm here. Person. This is the blind loyalty. <laughs> yeah, like you're just like, oh, this one is rude for me. Yeah, I, I feel like this movie is a different movie every single time I watch it. Yeah, oh, that's but I think you come back to. I don't remember some things, and then I remember mm. it, and then I'm like, whoa. I or like you forget yet. Matthew McConaughey's there, and then yeah. he shows up. And... Yeah. So I have a question. When did he do the Dallas Buyers Club? It was right before this. Okay, right? because yeah. he looked. So so, so thin. Yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah. He was, which is not bad for up. like being the cocaine snort in Wall Street man. I think yes. he also did this around the same time as True Detective. Okay, because God, he was, was also so extremely we thin. thin. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. right after about he looked the, old the and yeah. gone. The skinniness is not a but still attractive. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, you could still. I've never really seen it. True Detective, Matthew McConaughey being attractive. Oh, oh. Yeah. the Rob Reiner character in this. Oh, he God, he's so good. He's me. I any minor inconvenience. Like, I'm just yeah. like, and like, fine, I'll do it. He's the perfect dad role. I think, yeah. like, grouchy. I love that he's, like, such a distinguished, like, already, like, distinguished himself as a good director mm -hmm. and all yeah, of that. Uh, when Harry Met Sally is good. He is a you didn't even say Hollywood the bride. Person. I was going to say the oh, princess, princess bride. bride. He was in All yeah. in the Family. Good girl. No, not Good Girls. What is it? The girl. What's the apartment one with Zoe Deschanel? Or oh, new, that girl. New girl. New girl. Uh, he He's was in All in the Family. Have you, have you guys ever watched All in the Family? Archie Bunker, mm -hmm. his wife. He's like blue collar Nixon, mm. right? He's like says racist crap. He's mm. a terrible, terrible person. He is the Potter Familius. His daughter, who's kind of Airheady is married to Rob Reiner on the show. He is married to the daughter. He has constant conflict with Archie Bunker. He's like liberal hippie. So this was on network television. It was very influential in the t mm. television landscape. The part of the book that I'm at now is that Nixon was like trying to make his way and runs into the Dulles brothers. Sorry. Oh, that Nazi money funded Nixon's first campaign. Uh -huh. Presidential or first campaign? First campaign. First campaign. In California, yeah. Yeah, got that Nazi gold. I just like want to say that it's terrible. The cerebral palsy phase is what he calls it. Mm. This movie is terrible. Yeah. But it's the best part of the whole film. And I think it's one of the greatest movie sequences think, I've ever seen in my life. I think that the cocaine slash Popeye comparison. Yes. That he has the cocaine in the first aid kit. Get out! Out of the way, baby. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty <laughs> good. So many yeah. scenes of this movie. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe they said that or did that. But it's still so funny because you're like, like it's and it looks terrible. Like so much for making it. Calls it the well, cerebral. Yeah. Pulls it the cerebral palsy base. Yeah, like, that's, that's awful. <laughs> yes, awful. But they like, say, they say tons of awful. They things. say yeah. tons of awful things. Yes, but like, I like when they're 
at the table and he's trying to be like, sell me the pen. And But then they start and he's like, what? they're talking about Amish people. And yeah. he's like, there's no such thing as Amish Buddhists. I'm pretty sure. Like, <laughs> I'm not talking about Amish Buddhists. I'm talking about Amish. Or when he's like, everyone wants money. He's like, not the Buddhists though. They got like sheets and stuff. And like, <laughs> you're just like, oh my God. You know what I mean? I'm not talking about Buddhists. Who like, wrote this movie? Terrence Winter, who wrote Boardwalk Empire. Okay. Oh. So also, Shay Wiggum. Mm -hmm. I forgot that he yep. was in it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, maybe I should just restart Boardwalk Empire. Oh my God. And then, yeah, when they're like, he's like, yeah, there's going to be a little chop. And they're like, chop? We can handle chop. And then she's like, chop. And he's like, yeah, shut up. Like, I'll chop your credit card in half. And then she's like, oh, okay. Jonah Hill did this movie for the, like, the SAG minimum yeah. because he yeah. wanted to be in it. So I, I would have too, probably. Yeah. The uh, part where they're in, like, the hurricane or whatever, and um, he's got his arms around her, and he's like, I've got you. I was like, it's Jack! It's Jack! <laughs> but he's still asking for drugs. Like, I just said, there's... <laughs> his face. so sad and like I just feel like such terrible anxiety it's like a, I don't know like some sort of trauma flashback to like dudes with bloody knuckles like banging on the door like I got in a bar fight and you had me in your house like I'm just like oh god I just cannot I just maybe cannot. because I've never had these experiences yeah, yeah. I'm like this is so fun oh, <laughs> I thought it I mean I love when the when the gay butler has like an orgy. Oh and my then, gosh. And then when he's like, look, my friend Rudy came over and they're like, who's Rudy? And he like looks at John Hill and he's like, you know who Rudy is. Come on. And he's like, I don't know who Rudy <laughs> is. And he's like, I don't know. I just go to clubs. I like to dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. You yeah. do. There's just so many like one-off lines that the they're just delivered. Scene. The, the boat scene, scene. is my favorite. When he's like, I think it's about time to get off my effing boat. And yeah. like, just throw oh, the I love Kyle out. Chandler. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't think I've seen Kyle Chandler in anything that I don't like him in. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, and I've seen him in weird things. Like, I mean, I don't know. He's famous for that show. Friday. Yeah. Friday Night Lights, but I haven't seen it. But like, I don't know. He seems like a really calm, held together person. And he brings a sense of like calm brevity to a role that he's, he plays. He's really good in Manchester by the Sea. I like him a lot. Oh, I love, I think I've discovered watching both of these movies. And I think I wrote it for my Goodfellas notes, not for the one but I think that I just literally love movies that have characters narrating themselves. Oh Ooh. I do like that. I will say these two movies are probably better examples of narration. Yeah because I usually yeah. hate it. Yeah narration is usually seen as like this movie was so bad that they had to have someone come in and tell you what's oh, happening. Instead of showing okay. you what's happening. Yeah. Well then the only thing I can't I... think of any other movies that I actually like that have narrators. I yes. cannot think of any but these two I'm I like, think that's why this these are so I was thinking about that too because usually I hate it. And usually when a movie starts with narration, you're like, oh, and then you like go to Wikipedia and it's like, yeah, audiences didn't know what was going on, so they like, brought in the narration later. Stand by me is a good one mm -hmm. with River Phoenix. I think that what makes I think the only thing that I could think of is that these are not. I mean, Scorsese made these his movies, right? He chose these, right? Mm -hmm. But they're they not are, like his work. They are someone he hardly ever writes his own movies. But even then, like whether or not he was involved, or even with the stuff that he wasn't, these were stories that were 
true stories. These are based on people's lives. And so I think that's the only way that he could really effectively... I mean, to me, I think it had to be there. Not because you wouldn't know what was going on, but to make it very clear whose voices were being told. Goodfellas, how it goes to Karen's. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So so Meredith has trauma from her younger days. Mm. (laughs) I feel like watching it now versus watching it like in high school when everyone was like, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Ah. So King Marty was not in high school. I don't mm. No. When did it come out? 2013. This year I graduated. Um, I'm so old. Mm-hmm. I feel a little old. I was already an adult with children past the age of. I turned 30. Lindsay was like, oh, I was born after 9 11. I said, shut your mouth. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, Lindsay, I was born in the 1900s. And she was like, that's like when the gold rush happened. And I was like, <laughs> and other things. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be like Donnie Azoff and eat your coworkers' pet goldfish. Check out our nonfiction section and get your ultimate pet fish care guide today. I give Wolf of Wall Street five stars. I think it's great. I think it's crazy. I think even though it's debaucherous and insane, I feel like everybody's seen it, yeah. which is weird. Like, I think Leonardo DiCaprio makes some incredible faces. There's some of the greatest line deliveries I've ever heard in this movie. Is this the movie he dances? Yeah, where he's like, yeah. Mm. Yeah, didn't you watch it? I did, but I forgot. <laughs> like, I feel like it's a different long. movie every time. Yeah. I would recommend the latest Marty and Leo collaboration. Killers of the Flower Moon, three and a half hours long, Mm. beautiful, glorious, a thousand times more mature than this movie. (laughs) I would really recommend it to everyone. It's really, really incredible. It's horrifying, even though it's like not a horror movie. It's still like the scariest thing. But you also have those Marty beats, the rise and fall, the good times, the bad times type of stuff. I would recommend The King of New York um, with Christopher Walken. I haven't seen it in a long time, but he like gets out of prison and he's trying to like reclaim his turf and Lawrence Fishburne's like a young upstart kind of pushing out the old guard and I feel like it has some of the kind of like debauchery craziness in it. Boogie Nights Mm -hmm. I feel like also very similar rise and fall good times bad times um yeah I love Boogie Nights it's so good. Blow with uh Mm. Johnny Depp and Paul Rubens and Penelope Cruz feel I feel like it's one of those kind of like Martin Scorsese ripoff movies but it's like yeah, second-rate casino. Yeah, but it's like, it's, still it's a good one. Like, yeah. it's um, Babylon for mm. more Margot Robbie, more debauchery. Yeah, lots of debauchery. Yeah, that. also very long, also rise and fall. Who and good Babylon? Damien Chazelle that did La La Land. And then for more cerebral palsy drug moments, mm-hmm. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. Nice. So, I haven't um, seen that in a long time. I wonder if it would stress me out. Probably. I feel like it would be like an acid flashback. So, I'm not, you all know I'm not good at recommendations. For ratings, I give it four and a half. Nice. I would give it for actually 4.75. Mm, what is the 0.25 or 0.5? The length of the movie. Oh, mm. what would you take out? I don't have an answer. Oh, mm. I don't, I just don't want to give it five stars. I don't know. I could give it five stars, I guess. But I don't know. I, I do enjoy watching it when it's every once in a while. And Robert likes it too. He thinks it's funny. If I were going to have a recommendation, I think Babylon, like you said, was a good one. Mm. Because it, it's more debauch- debauchery. Wolf of Wall Street, five stars. Is this movie inappropriate? Yes. Did I accidentally watch it next to somebody on the plane going to Cozumel? Yeah. The opening scene, I was like, They were Whoop. going to Cozumel. <laughs> like, I mean, come on. Yeah. Movies I would recommend. I think Moneyball. Mm. Kind of like a similar story. Any of the Oceans movies? 
movies, I don't know, they give me the same kind of, like, thrill of, like, like dudes. We're, we're heisting, we're dudes mm. being bros, we're, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. I gave Babylon four and a half stars. Mm. Yeah. I think I was shocked by that, because I felt like you were going to be, like, I was oh, I was still coming off the hormones. I watched it in, in, in mm. March. <laughs> That's funny. I have to rewatch it. Sorry. I also did Dallas Buyers Club just because mm-hmm. my love of Matthew McConaughey being an absolute nut. I did The Founder. It's like the rise of McDonald's. Oh, yeah. With uh, mm-hmm. Michael Keaton. Yeah. So I feel oh, like okay. maybe people like that. And then I also did American Psycho for just that yeah. psychopathic mm-hmm. 1980s business behavior. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. that is. And too. movies that teenage boys movies get the wrong message from. And my husband, Eric, love. <laughs> I, I think it is incredibly effective. And I think... I can't think of a I don't think I can't think of a scene that I would cut to make it shorter I think it's as long as it needs to be I have some I have some questions about what I'm supposed to be feeling about these people and maybe that's putting too much on the director and that's something I need to work out on my own I don't know so I can't I mean I would give it five but I don't know that I will watch it again because I feel like I was very stressed the whole time so I don't know that I I think it is very ex. I think it is excellent I don't think it's a movie for me in the long term it might not be a rewatch mm. Um, okay, so recommendations. I went and I, I did some... Well, first, Requiem for a Dream is the only other movie that I can think of that made me feel less stressed out. I've watched that movie three times. I watched it once all the way through. I watched it with the director's commentary. I watched it with the cinematographer's commentary. I have never seen it again. I watched it once, decided I'm never doing drugs, and I've never watched it again. What movie Requiem for a Dream. Oh, yeah, that's right. Darren Aronofsky. But the other recommendations are like do Wall Street money dudes. So American Psycho, The Wizard of Lies, which has... De Niro about Bernie Madoff. It's not like the best, you know, like it's serviceable. The Big Short, Mm -hmm. which also multiple characters, some really great performances from an ensemble and lots of talking to the camera. Like Margot Robbie's in a hot tub to try and explain stock stuff to you. Yes. Glengarry Glenn Ross, which Mm -hmm. is like a bunch of failed Always be closing! Always be closing. ABC. Always be closing. Jack Lemmon being a sad old man. Yeah, which I can't not get enough of. Okay. So anyway, that's it for me. Worried the feds are watching you? The library promises to protect your privacy. Goodfellas, 1990, starring Ray Liotta, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, Lorraine Bracco, Paul Servino, Frank Vincent, Tony Sirico, Samuel L. Jackson, Suzanne Shepard, Kevin Corrigan, Michael Imperioli, and the queen herself, Catherine Scorsese. Wait, oh yeah, his mom. Mm -hmm. The film follows Henry Hill across three decades as he rises up the ranks of the Italian mafia as they commit petty crimes and eventually escalate to murder and the infamous Lufthansa heist. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Best of times. It was the worst of times. Yes. That was a great. Yeah. Because I feel like that's the epitome of like, because you watch the movie and you're you're like, oh my God, he's rising up. Oh my God. Like, yeah, and they're family. And oh, I love this. And it's operatic and it's beautiful. And, uh, and then yeah. you just don't even feel yourself like boiling to death in the pot as they like start to go downhill. And then before you know it, you have Layla playing and they're all getting whacked and like it's just it's just beautiful i mean yeah it's like what is there to say it's like one of the greatest movies ever made it's incredible it's It's amazing can i ask you guys a question how did you watch it what do you mean like did you because did you guys have a have access on a streaming service i watched it on our blu-ray on my tv Okay. What's the ratio? It looked normal to me. Can you define what normal is? I'm asking because I have a very old DVD. I didn't mm. see that the it didn't look bad. Was it like... I think it was a letterbox. Like this. Yeah, like it had black okay. bars. Because mine looked like The Lighthouse. Mm. 
Oh. It was like... So you have like a TV rip or something where it like aired on an old TV? It was a, it's a two-sided DVD. It's an old, oh. old, old two-sided DVD. There's a hole and a pot and two. Which, exactly, if you have it on the wrong side, what you are greeted with is... <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes. Okay. Mm. So, okay, I, so I you're just missing wanted to ask. Lot, so though. I wanted to know like what the, because that will have an impact on some of my... You got the, feelings. you got the night. 1990s viewing of yes. like what people were at home in the 90s. HBO. Yeah. Or whatever. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I just wanted to, okay. Mm. Thank you. I tried to have Aurora watch this one with me too. What'd she think? She no. doesn't do blood. Yeah. So mm. she, her first words were, oh, blood. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, all right, you don't have to watch it. This is like one of my mom's favorite movies of all time. And she would always like tell me to watch it. And I was always like, hmm. But I'd like walk in and, you know, he'd be like at the trunk and just multiple times in my life, I just remember hearing like, as long as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. And it's like, I feel like that's just such an like, iconic yeah. sound in my life. It's mm -hmm. like up there with hearing like the Sopranos theme song coming mm -hmm. on and stuff. I think that Ray Liotta is good for a voiceover. Yeah. 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 He's really, he's great. Him and Lorraine Bracco, when they're acting together in this, are just incredible. Like it's like a force of nature. Mm -hmm. I think they're so good in this. And I feel like I've watched it three times in a day before. Mm -hmm. I've like just had it on a loop watching it. It's a movie, if it's on TV, I'll just end up standing in front of my TV watching it. I've seen it in full probably like six times. I've seen it partially probably dozens of times. Yeah. And it just never gets old. It's so watchable, even though it's like violent and curses a lot. And long. Yeah. I mean, not but, as long as... We'll but you could catch it. it halfway and, and then, like, yeah, and then watch AMC's it from... gonna start it over and you can just catch the half you didn't yeah, catch. Yeah, or... yeah. It's like a ballet of cinema. Everything moves so... so... My favorite scene is the Coca Copacabana mm -hmm. scene and it's all one shot. Mm -hmm. It goes everywhere, and I was like, dang, I love it. Seriously, my favorite scene mm. in this movie. Yeah. It's, it's so good. Yeah, I put the single tracking thought yeah. shot through the back of the Copa. Starts from him dropping the car off at valet uh -huh. all the way until the comedian yeah. starts performing. Well, I, and I, it's, it's just... All the way through the kitchen, and then yeah. you just feel like you're yeah. right behind him. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's I loved just beautiful. It. And the table coming out, yeah. setting up the table. and Bringing the champagne yeah. over. Yeah, and then it's a room full of real people smoking, chatting, talking. Like, it's just... So tight. Oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah. That was, that's the best, to me, that's the best scene. Yeah. Henry Hill is supposed to be 21 when he meets Karen. <laughs> I do not find back in the day. I don't think they were as like realistic. Ray Liotta. I don't. I think he's like attractive in this, but I think it's the character. Oh. Okay. No, did he so... have like smallpox as a kid, or is it yeah. just horrible acting? I think it's acting. I think it's just really bad acting. So stars. I know he's famous. Like one of the things he's famous for are his are his eyes. Mm. But does he wear eyeliner in this movie? No, I think he just has really intense like lower lashes. Yeah, yeah. And it's okay. So dark it looks. Yeah, so yeah. So that scares me. His sometimes. eyes are striking. Mm. So, but I think that. The, something about the way that he laughs. I literally <laughs> was telling I can't stand it. And it also looks like the Grinch. Like Jim Carrey the Grinch. The little, even the little Grinch boy. It's the same. Like anytime the Martha May. Like that. And then Ray Liotta's like, nah! Like his I've, maniacal laugh. I just feel like, Karen. <laughs> just laugh. I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. I cannot with his laugh. He's like, nah! 
<laughs> I find him very believable when he looks awful. Mm. And when he's not like looking awful, he looks awful. Maybe it's the, maybe it's what I watched. Everybody like when she's talking about like everybody having really bad skin and everything, like the yeah. whole movie, everything. I was just like, oh man, everybody looks awful. That's one of yeah. my favorite like line deliveries where she's just like, they have bad skin and wore too much makeup. I mean, they don't they look very good. How, and they, all they talk about is <laughs> how much they hate their kids. Yeah. 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 She's like smearing that blue stuff on her face. Yeah. And like they all have, like they're doing like facials, but they all have makeup on while they're doing facials. Yeah. And like all the smoke and like the blue eyeshadow, the green eyeshadow. It's a hard life. The big whole mole. I don't know, even though this movie is like cusses all the time and stuff, but it's like, it's just, it's a comfort movie. Like Did I just feel like it. Yeah. yeah. It, it probably has, like, has the one, most, of, one, one of the, of the most. I think Wolf of Wall Street beat it for the it's most of One of the highest. Am I just that desensitized to it? Yeah. I mean, I think it says, it says like the N word a lot. Oh yeah, yeah said it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I do. Have I didn't a know quote. that Samuel Jackson was in it. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I do have a quote from. I guess you've forgotten that it was Samuel. Okay. I was like, it's never knew. Joe Pesci when he says Joe Pesci stresses me out with his. So, yeah. So so I also wrote a note. I was like, I'm just gonna go watch The Sopranos because I just need to watch The Sopranos again. They're all in there. Yeah. Pretty okay. Much, so yeah. then I was like, oh, well, I wonder why Joe Pesci was never in The Sopranos or Paul Sorino yeah. or Paul mm. Sorino. Yeah. Yeah. Was Ray Liotta in this? I don't think no, Ray no, Liotta was in no. this. No, like a lot of them are. It's like a streamlined Sopranos. Yeah, <laughs> but baby Michael Imperioli. Yeah, oh, it's a little violent. Yeah. Apparently, when they did like when he gets like killed, he had all the squibs on. But something happened where I think he like accidentally like stepped on glass and like cut his foot. Oh. So they had to take him to like the hospital. But they brought him in. They're like, we have like a shot, like a shooting oh, thing. Yeah. Like, and they're like, no, it's like just his foot. And they're like, it's squibs. It's for a movie. Oh, like, so but they thought it was like, oh my god, this man's yeah. gonna die. And it was like just his foot. I <laughs> love all the names they give each other, the nicknames. Mm -hmm. Like, why? When he's like going through introducing all of them, and he's like, that's say it twice, Tony, or like whatever. <laughs> and then he says it twice. Yes. I love all the nicknames. I wish I love referred the, to people that way. I love the wedding scene where he's like Peter or Paul oh. or Marie. It's literally it's because my they all family. have the same name. Yeah. Right. They have to have nicknames when you have It's either Francisco, Frank, Virginia, or Marie. Those are the names wow. in my family. And like you have to be like, no, 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 that's cousin Ginny. This is his sister Virginia, and that's their wife, Virginia, and that's their like it's yeah. Ooh. When I'm doing my family tree, like on that side, I'm like, and they all have the same it's crazy. The like after when Ray Liotta starts selling drugs or tracking trafficking drugs or whatever, and Lorraine Bracco is like showing off their apartment, it's so garish. And yeah. And, and like the, the so walls. Terrible. And yeah, yeah, and like the little, she presses that humongous remote and then like the Stone Age like yeah. entertainment so center like passes and it's like you can hear the stone dragging or something. Too much. Yeah. Too much. Awful. So was this also ugly in the 90s or was it like, wow. That's no. what I'm trying to like understand. Like it, no, was, it so was garish and like it, disgusting. You know how the, like the way that she is talking about those women having poor taste, right? Uh -huh. It's like, it's like, them. Yeah, she no, becomes them. You. And also, it's like, like in The Sopranos, like in the very first season, when the neighbors, the the doctor, his wife is like saying that Carmela Soprano, she has all this money, but she has no taste. Yeah. Right? Like her Goomba glass or whatever. Like they have a lot of money. But also rude because Carmela Soprano, queen. Yes. Oh, all the gold jewelry and the nails. Mm. And the, I just love her. Oh, um, maybe I just can't stand her voice. Oh, that's oh. probably it. I do have... Tony. Tony! Man Sorry. hasn't been able to digest a decent meal in six weeks. Mm. 
Oh, I was having a big problem with like Robert watched parts of it with me and I was like, why can't her parents just like it's not like why can't her mom butt out? Like that's not her business. Like if he wants to come home and Lorraine Brown goes because it's their house. Not worried. But also I think that I also think that she's trying to protect her daughter. Like what if it was like Aurora and she was married and this was her husband? Do you feel like you could butt out? Yeah. I would hope so because I wouldn't want to like my husband. You okay, you you know, you know that he is out either with another woman or doing something illegal and he's out doing it all night. I would talk to Aurora about it. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be like mm. I don't know. I think it's coming from a place of her trying. I think she's trying to protect her daughter. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, love when they but... both answer the door and then she's like, Mom! I yeah. love that. It just like goes to how young they were, I yes. guess. Yeah. yeah. I love the scene with Marty's mom. It's yeah. so just nice so and endearing. comforting and mm -hmm. he just loves her so much. Is Martin Scorsese Italian? He's the most Italian person ever. One of his movie things I'm gonna recommend is called Italian American. It's a documentary of his. But yeah, he's very, very Italian. His mom's I, pretty Italian. Yeah. I am surprised of the about the question. She had her little glasses. Yeah. I really didn't precious. Okay, just to be honest. I didn't know who Martin Scorsese was until I started this podcast. So oh, okay. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, I no, it's okay. So, I just sent you know, Kelly a TikTok with Martin Scorsese. With oh, his daughter. His daughter yeah. And Kelly was like, oh, is this an a old person? person? Like, who is? And I was like, I literally was like, <laughs> 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 he's just like the king of movies. But I found out I'm a big fan of his. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 It, was, he, it was him. I feel yeah. like he might be one of the most like the, mainstream. The departed. The departed. Yeah. I feel like he might be one of the most like mainstream filmmakers that people like grow up with and you don't even realize you yeah, know yeah. Marty movies the only yeah. directors I knew were like Wes Anderson and then like Steven Spielberg mm. Mm. yeah I don't know as many directors I don't okay. think when you were talking about Paul Thomas Anderson the first time I was like is this Wes Anderson's <laughs> real name no. I like didn't understand I, I, I'm where like I don't even need a trailer or plot or anything if I'm like ooh this person directed it I'm in like I know fundamentally I will like it yeah. I thought I just really liked Robert De Niro I didn't know it was always Scorsese <laughs> yeah yeah he's pulled yeah, have you seen Gangs of New York? Yeah, I love that Scorsese. movie. Um, do you not remember her? Do you not remember her? Wait, it was your yeah. birthday pick. Daniel Day-Lewis. No, not Gangs of New York. But... No, no, Taxi Driver. Yeah. Martin I just Scorsese? thought I loved Martin Yeah, I knew that now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The passage of time is so good and so mm. subtle. Like, you slowly, yeah. like, oh, the styles have changed. Mm. Oh, De Niro's hair is a little grayer. Like, he has glasses on. Yeah. Also, I don't know, Robert De Niro, he's kind of hot in this, and I don't know why. No, that's true. Even with this big goofy glasses. Yeah. <laughs> He's got even goofier glasses in Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, I'm mm. so excited. Yeah. Even when they did, okay, on Oppenheimer, mm. even Robert Downey Jr., they made him like bald and ugly, mm. and I was like, oh no, still kind of caught. <laughs> 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 he's another like mini series coming out where he's oh. doing multiple roles and oh. he's like really ugly and scary looking in one of them Robert Downey Jr. yeah oh. um, it's like called The Sympathizer it's based off a book the Layla Cadillac everyone getting whacked scene oh yep. god when they're just oh in my the God. pink Cadillac with like the blood yes. slide and they have like the no yeah and then so it, and then it goes to the frozen food truck and then like oh my God. reminiscent of like the Godfather the guy yeah. in the frozen food truck looked just like my great uncle Elmo I was oh. like oh but yeah it's kind of like a uh, everybody gets waxed scene from the Godfather yeah. I think the May 11th helicopter sequence when they're all coked out and crazy I think that is probably my favorite scene in a movie ever like mm. that and then quite loose 
words oh. are like my two. Like I think those like, I mean, May 11th, I don't know, but I do, I don't know. Just, it's so good. Like I feel like you could use the whole movie as like a film class. Like, okay, here's yeah. the long tracking shot. Here's how you do voiceover if you have to do it. Okay, here's the May 11th, just greatest scene ever filmed. Like, mm. I don't know. I, I just, pulled the part where they're going out the diner and he's like, wake up, and then he's like, we're going on a ride. Yeah. <laughs> I love just how brazen they got. I don't know. Like, I think there will be blood is probably like on a technical level, maybe like greatest movie of all time. But I think Goodfellas is more enjoyable to watch. I don't know. I, I really think they're both up there. Like, I think it's just whichever one I watched last is the one yeah. that I'm like, this is the greatest. But I think Goodfellas is probably one you could get more just normie people to watch if, I don't know. I just, there's a there's a way that he, right? Because like, you know, stupid boys, whatever, can watch The Wolf of Wall Street and like not realize that those are despicable mm. men. These are all despicable men. Mm. But you can, I mean, he, he hits women but you like feel bad for him like at the end when like Paul Sorvino is like going I have to, to jail, turn my back he goes to he's going to jail or whatever I was like what is this point he do like he wasn't part of the drug thing but I'm like yeah but you know like he had people killed like he's mm. not a good guy or whatever mm. but I was like what to Papa Sorvino, what are you doing? You know, like, I don't know. It's just, you have sympathy for people that you're like, what? Yeah. So I think that's that, good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I guess I just, in terms of like this versus there will be blood. You don't ever have sympathy. You don't really have sympathy yeah. for him. Like, there's maybe like a glimmer once when you're like, oh, he's cradling that boy. You know, he's cradling mm. his son or whatever. But like, otherwise, you're just like, you're mm. awful. But like, these guys you know are yeah. awful. They're doing all, you watch them do awful yeah. things. And you're like, oh man, cut a lousy break. Yeah. I think Lorraine Bracco's voice is really grating. And I don't know if that's because of like on purpose or if that's just her i think it has to be on purpose because when she's in the sopranos she's so like quieter yeah. soothing and like yeah oh, why do you think that mm. i don't know yeah and at the end when they're in like witness protection you kind of almost like damn that sucks like yeah. you're kind of like oh, it's over. yeah like all that and i kind of wanted he's them. a normal guy and I'm like i kind of wanted them to like get whacked mm. Mm. After being in witness protection, because oh. mm. they're he's a rat, or yeah, mm. I do love the scene in the courtroom when he just gets up and starts talking. Yeah, and I love the Ooh. acting behind him because they're still like it's like he's not really up and talking. Yeah, that I could have done without that. No, that was great. I, I love it. Not like I think that it was great because yeah, what is it? He's lawyer. doing it in his brain. He's not doing it in real life. I'm he's, not talking. I'm not talking about the plotting aspect of it. What is that trying to tell us? What is that? What is that trying to tell you as an audience member? That he's getting up to I, it. crazy. I he think it's the him. narration catching up with him in the movie. Yeah. Oh, catching yeah, up. It's a time great. thing. It's a temporary yeah. Like, thing. he's been narrating the whole time. And then... Maybe he's been sitting in the courtroom going through his life and his yeah. brain the whole time. And then you like. catch up with him on the stand. Okay, so that, that makes more sense. That's you back in. Yeah, that but makes sense. It just, like, broke me out in a way that I was... Why? I never liked that part. In the background, I'm like, I know I love it! But I'm like, no, but, like, what is it? Like, that's content. I'm talking about form. Like, what is it doing? Marty. No, I'm kidding. I'll question Marty. I'll question Marty. Um, the scene where Robert De Niro is like telling Laura, no, keep going. It's right around the yeah. That's like the scariest scene. Yeah, he yeah. was going to so, kill her, right? Oh, yeah. I think, yeah. I think. Yeah, and there's kind of a scene like that in Killers of the Flower Moon, almost, where like De Niro calls like Leo's character to like talk to him. And because I think if you know Marty movies, you think like, he's about to, he's about to whack Leo. And then he like doesn't, but you're just like, oh. So you bring your like Marty knowledge. Also, Killers of Fire Moon was Elizabeth's first Marty movie. Oh I my literally gosh. was like, how could she yeah. avoid it? Did you annoy her? <laughs> Were you like, well, I was, I was literally just like, popcorn butter. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but I was literally like, this is an 
honor of my life to see this with you. Oh like, my god, that's so funny. <laughs> did yeah. she like it? Yeah, she did. But yeah, I was just like, how have you? She's like, I don't know. I just, I guess I gotta start uh, watching Francesca Scorsese's dad. Mm. And I'm like, oh god. Yeah, this movie's just, it's perfect. It's perfect. It's amazing. It's comforting. Oh, I love when they're in prison. You're kind of oh, like, yeah. and then like, like doesn't every this. person, when you're making something with garlic, don't you think, like, I should go get a razor and like, yeah. thin this. Like, I was do, like, mesmerized by mm. the garlic. Yeah. Normally we like roast and chop. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, liquefy the pan baby yeah i love goodfellas so much it's so beautiful the colors the shadows does anyone else have any goodfellas thoughts Great movie. i'm trying to unpack my feelings lately i was telling emory that maybe it's because of all the movies that we've watched recently mm, i don't know or maybe coming off of emory's what did we watch before i don't know blood and lighthouse yeah but what did we watch before the village and signs yeah i don't know maybe maybe i don't maybe it's just where i am but there's something about these that i don't there's something going on lately that I'm trying to piece together in my mind and I, it's not really like Rubik's Cube or like Tetris fitting in. The pieces aren't fitting in. But there's something about them that I don't know what they're trying to... There's something that I find very concerning about masculinity or manhood and how these are presented. It's making me very uncomfortable and I don't know if it's because now I have like a, a little boy who's like four and ripped a book during story time, you know, at school. Or if, I, if I'm just having these questions about like what is these men are so out of control. Yeah. These men are so out of control. The lighthouse men are so out of control. But they are, there's, um, they're in charge, but they're out of control. I, they have no control. Uh, like what, and then like, like Lorraine Bracco was like, oh man, I gotta say, like it really turned me on. And like, they're like these, this, this effective, violent, dangerous man doing dangerous work. This rugged individual, women love it. They are just movies. I know. But, but I think these are real. Like, these are real like, life people. These are yeah, real life but people. I feel like I just try not to read too much into it. Okay. I just try not to. She is saying that this violent man is turning her on. That's not reading anything into it, right? No, but like I think it was like the aspect of protection. Like, wow, mm. you would do that for me? Yeah, it's also like about like narratives of being rescued, right? Yeah, I guess. When we were, I was telling my dad that we went and watched Priscilla and I was like, yeah, and she was only 14 and Elvis came over and blah, blah, blah. And my dad's like, what if I had to murder Elvis? And I was like, dad, that's exactly what I said about you. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like like women love firefighters oh, yeah. or like it's a bit, it's like and like the, like all the all the fairy tales like there's a man he's coming to rescue the widow like I don't know like but he's a broken sad person mm. what are we setting up like this is Oof, I don't like, feel like I don't know I, I just, just feel like <clears throat> I don't know I don't want to think about it too much like I'm just gonna watch a movie to enjoy the movie I'm attracted wanna... to all the stereotypes you're talking about but I yeah. don't feel like I need to be rescued by no I'm not saying you no, I just mean like what is it I feel like not Marty... even just what it's doing for us like I'm concerned at what is it doing for men Oh. See, I feel like Marty's I, I movies question masculinity Yeah, I think a lot. so too. Well, I guess I see where where you're coming from now. But, but either of these, you're this big powerful man, fun. but you like. But it shows them can't have a happy home. But it, and it you're shows to them the they have and, a downfall. Yeah, they have yeah. a downfall. Yeah, they're he's sick, fine. But at the end, he's the one who he's. This is his story, and at the end, he's the one who's coming out of this porch. Yeah, and he's not happy where he is. But he but he sent those guys to jail. He is still here to ride out into the sunset. He, I don't think he did. Oh, yeah, you don't like. Yes. Yeah, no, no. It's just, ooh. 
So you don't like that there's not really, what's the word? Like when you, you have to, not atone. Um, like a comeuppance? Not like a comeuppance. You don't like that there's not a, there's a word for it. Though. Like a consequence for their actions? Yeah, like a, there's no consequence. There's no retribution. I don't know. Retribution. Like there's he no... is in jail, the victim's got yeah, restitution. Yeah, like both of them, both there's of no the men in these movies have no, do not answer for what they've done. I feel like that's sure, but like there's social no... commentary. A lot there's... of men don't ever Been happier if they both, either if Leonardo DiCaprio had like, was still in, I mean, if, if Jordan Belfort was still in prison or if these it's not guys even, would have were been whacked. It's like, not whoa. even, it's not even that. There is no, there is for a movie as morally ambiguous, there's no judgment. I feel bad that Paul Sorvino went to jail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even if he went to jail, I'd probably feel bad about it. Like and what's wrong? Like, <laughs> I know, but like, and, but, and like, why am I being put in a position to be on the side of this dude who I just don't like? I think that's like a common feeling people have. They're like, oh, why am I rooting for the bad guy? But like, I think it's cool that movies can like I don't know how everything's not black and white he's, like Marvel like or like you root for him he's, he's outside of the system he's yeah, making the outlaw yeah you don't like that it's glorifying bad men a little bit oh yeah for sure yeah maybe that's the core of the issue I just don't and it's setting up future generations of men to glorify these men also yeah yeah for sure I'm super bothered by I'm super bothered by, and and me too I mean like I'm part of that narrative too I love I, I love Goodfellas I love the Sopranos. Like, I am part of that, too. But I just am troubled. I am troubled. I think you'll really love Killers of the Flower Moon because mm. I think it's it's Marty, like, atoning for his entire career, That's basically. Oh. And, like, the end, basically, is, like, a meta ending where he basically, like, comes out and is like, yep, entertainment profits off of horrible atrocities that have happened. And I read the book, mm, but I don't remember what happened. The book is... The movie and the book are nothing alike. Nothing oh, alike? Really? It's just oh. the same The movie's not even about the FBI. Oh. FBI doesn't show up till like the last 30 minutes of the movie. Oh. Okay. So it's just like the murders? Y- yes. Oh. It's basically, it's a, it's all about the Osage people. Mm. Oh. At the end, it's the Osage people being like, what took you so long to get here? Okay. We've been, we literally sent people begging you to come help oh. us. Why, why did it, t- and then it's the FBI being like, oh, and then okay. they rewrote it. During, so it's like, not like the book? It was originally going to be Leo playing the FBI, and then Marty was like, no, 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 no. Like, so it got rewritten, and okay. yeah, they're nothing alike. Mm. I'm going to see Which is good. why I'm so glad I read it, like, saw, or I saw the movie first. Really? But, yeah. You read the book? No, I haven't read it yet. Yeah. I don't I think you'll like it, and I think... Mm. As a Scorsese fan, I think you'll you'll see like the maturity and the way Maybe. Yeah, I think you'll like it. Yeah. I'm also yeah, trying to like well. I'm also trying to like piece together why yeah. I feel differently about them because I I don't know. Like we don't come like he talks about I always wanted to be a gangster or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything about watching Goodfellas that would make people not want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't want your house to turn out as gaudy as Karen's? Look into our interior design collection or learn how to make vision boards in our Canva computer class. Any other Goodfellas thoughts? I give it five stars. It's up there for greatest movie ever made. I think it's endlessly rewatchable. I think it endlessly can cause like amazing discussions. Mm. I think every time you watch it, you'll probably pick different parts. I think the soundtrack is amazing. He's the king of needle drops. Like I love it. Um, I would recommend, he has a documentary called Italian American. And it's basically just him hanging out with his parents in their apartment, asking them questions, talking to them. And then he has his mom make her like really famous like spaghetti sauce. Mm. And then at the 
the end, the credits is just her recipe going down the screen. And I've seen people say that they've made it and it's like really, really good. And, yeah. I don't know. And then I was thinking about like how his daughter's famous now. And it's like, oh, his daughter. What's his daughter to- famous for? TikTok and being his daughter. Oh. And just like, she never got to meet Catherine, but she has her own film to watch and her mm. spaghetti recipe. Mm. So um, we have it as a part of our Scorsese shorts criterion DVD in our collection. Casino, I feel like that's kind of a Goodfellas companion mm. piece. Yeah. It's also, Casino's also amazing. It's just, I don't rewatch it as much as Goodfellas. I think if I have to pick one, I always lean towards Goodfellas. But every time I watch Casino, I'm just like, that's the Vegas I want. Not this it's new a, Vegas. It's a music video. Yeah, it's watch beautiful. It. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, you, I mean, you can watch it, but you can just, yeah. you don't have to pay attention. There's no, with Goodfellas, there's like plot. Mm. Casino, you don't even need the plot. Yeah. You just watch Sharon Stone be unhinged and yeah. drugs and look pretty. And I would recommend The Irishman. It's on Netflix. It's probably like my least favorite Scorsese. I think like the CGI and stuff is really bad. It's filmed on digital and I just don't think it looks good. There's like little parts like, I don't know, it felt very yeah, off. Yeah, they made them all younger. Huh? Yeah, and it was very off-putting to me. And I don't, I feel like Irishman and Killers of Fire Moon are kind of good ruminations on the career because mm. I would recommend it if you're wanting to like have like a Scorsese retrospective. But um, Black Mass with Johnny Depp um, where he plays Whitey Bulger and like mm. the Boston Mafia. I think he's really good in it. Benedict Cumberbatch is really good in it. Joel Edgerton's in it. Lots of Boston accents. I feel like it's another good. I feel like every gangster movie is always going to be attributed to Marty or The mm. Godfather, but I feel like it's a good entry into that. That's, that's my like. That's one of my recommendations. Mm. Um, Once Upon a Time in America, like three and a half hours long. Robert De Niro <laughs> from childhood to adulthood. New York practical set, giant movie. Um, One of Marty's earliest movies, Mean Streets. Very, very, very young Robert De Niro and Harvey Keitel. A very early entry into the bad men doing bad things, looking good while doing it. Mm -hmm. And then Thief with James Caan, R.I.P. Also very neon light, lights reflecting in the rain on the street. Those are my recommendations. And then overall, I would just recommend any Martin Scorsese. Start with the first and work your way through it's amazing so um i give this movie five stars i think it's great i don't think i have an actual complaint about it i like have memories of watching it when it was on tv mm-hmm. and you know you miss the first half you catch the second half you know it has the it, bad like bad freaking yeah yeah, yeah yeah i love the overly emphasized you know hitting of somebody that's not actually like hitting them i, I mean i don't i just i think it gets five stars for recommendations i did recommend the Father because that is my first ever movie that I saw that had like any kind of it was like gangsters. Um, I think it's a good one, two, one, one. Um, I think it's a good um, st- I like it better the than the second one. one. Ooh, I think the second one's better. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a hot take. Most people are not. I think the first one is better, like and I think one, it's I think. because of I, I think I mean, they like, like it, Marlon Brando. So, but the first one, it's just a you know, like a harking back to the mm. kind of like I guess the OG before mm. Marty became what mm-hmm. he is. The book that this movie is based off of I want to read it's called Wise Guys it's pretty good I want to read it so I think I'm going to recommend that and then I also recommend The Sopranos mm-hmm. because over and over again The Sopranos also and then I was more 
another Marty movie, The Departed, mm-hmm. because gangsters, Irish gangsters, Italian gangsters, all of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've got, I gave it four and a half stars. This is a really great movie. It just doesn't hit five stars for me. Like There Will Be Blood or like mm-hmm. Full Metal Jacket does. I don't know. Just doesn't like itch that part of my brain. My recommendations were Godfather, Scarface. That's a five star movie to me. I love oh. Al Pacino. Oh. I have not. That's another I've teenage boy and, movie. I, yeah. seen, I like a violent movie. Mm. I've seen bits and pieces of it, oh. but I'll be okay. That's fair. You should watch Carlito's Way. It's Ooh. also directed by Brian De Palma. Oh. It's a little bit after Scarface. It's also a gangster movie. I think it's the superior like companion piece to okay. Scarface. And it has Sean Penn doing a crazy like curly-haired oh. like lawyer I thing. Sean. I'll have to watch it. Um, I did The Irishman too, and The Sopranos. I also did My Cousin Vinny because I love oh. Joe Pesci. Oh, yes. It's courtroom. You get that little fix. And then I did a Bronx Tale. Nice. Okay, so Casino, obviously Donnie Brasco. Oh, great one. Donnie Brasco. Sad, 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 sad. Is it? Okay. Sad, 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 broken man. That's a movie? Donnie Brasco? Yeah. No, it's Johnny Depp. Oh, I always get it confused with 21 Jump Street. That was a show. I do because it was Johnny Depp for both of those ones. Uh, Fargo. Um, Because there's also some sort of feeling of me about like, what does it mean to Men screwing up, I guess. I don't know. Okay, so honorable mentions for very different kinds of unhinged gangsters and heists. Danny Boyle's train spotting, Guy Ritchie's mm. lock stock and two smoking barrels. Mm. It's a very different taste of those. Mm. All right. Yeah, I give it four and a half, though, because of the... I cannot... I hear what you're saying. Mm. It makes a lot of sense to stand up. The narration is catching up with him. That would make more sense if Lorraine Bracco's voice wasn't included. But Mm. the courtroom, it takes me me out. Mm. Accidentally get involved in a nationwide drug ring? Check out Gail Legal Form and get access to free tools. All right. All right. Well, that's it for this episode of Watch Out. Follow Helen Hall Library on all the things, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Check out Emory's blog for more movie reviews, personalized recommendations, updates on our in-person movie events, and past and current episodes of this podcast. Thanks, you guys. That was a good one. Great job. Great choices on the movies. Yay. And he's the widest of guys. He's just a patsy. The mind control experiments and then the CIA mind controlled him to go kill Jeff Kern. We need to go back to the gold standard. And if pistol whipped your childhood neighbor on the front lawn. Like, maybe we wouldn't have as big of an opium addiction if there were still quaaludes. Mm. That's a hot take. Um, My mom told me she did quaaludes once and I was like I'm so jealous <laughs> this guy I dated before Eric his cousin was addicted to quaaludes and like the time he told me that I was like what is this a freaking 1980s like how do yeah. you get them yeah but even then they'd start being I mean like quaaludes are like a, a drug of choice of the 60s and 70s mm. yeah because they're doing them in the 80s and they're when already they're like expired, expired. yeah, yeah. I'm, I guess I mostly like know them from 80s movies or from I don't know. Wall Street I guess that's where I go yeah. Okay, so I was not, no one told me that Joanna Lumley was. We didn't yeah. know that you would care. Well, Joanna Lumley is amazing. Isn't mm. she a Bond lady? She was a Bond girl. She played Patsy Stone on Absolutely mm. Fabulous. Patsy Stone has the bit where she says, a mosquito once bit me and had to go to the Betty Ford clinic because mm. the woman does not eat. She drinks and smokes. And that Incredible. is it. Mm. So the ethos of it is funny to have this woman who is known for being Patsy Stone telling, 
him, I've lived through the 60s, darling. That is like particularly funny because she was like a model too. And like, I think, you know, she dated some Stones affiliated people, mm -hmm. right? So she was like a swinging 60s lady and then she played Patsy Stone. Mm -hmm. um, I think Leo gave his greatest performance of all time pretending that he was attracted to a woman older than him. Yes, yeah. I think that she's really amazing. But I want to say that there is an episode of Absolutely Fabulous where she um, had taken quaaludes and she thought that, she thought that like, she was like, I thought I was still in my sexual prime that like she had started, like she had started on her period or whatever, but really she just peed all over a guy because she was on moods. It's like super bad. The for, the, for the older generation. For the older for, generation, yeah. For uh, women born during the war, mm. partying with the stones. <laughs>